And hello again, wrestling fans. It is a, another week for Fantasy Warfare Tournament, and we're continuing on with our search for the greatest mid-card champion. Last week, if you joined us, we went through the greatest NWA WCW United States champion, and this week we are still sticking with old school and going with WJF Intercontinental Champions, and basically going from Pat Patterson to, I think is Edge, a... 2001-ish, uh, I believe May of 2001, when that lineage kind of ended and switched to WWE, and uh, we're going to do that in a separate bracket. So we're just doing uh, 16 that cover a WWF uh, perspective of the Intercontinental Championship. Well, we can't do that without our other people involved, and we start off welcoming Stephen in Toronto. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Uh, not bad. Another boring uh, day at home with the uh, lovely uh, lockdowns here in London and not much to uh, go with. And that's the wrong banner. Uh, that one belongs to Jonesy, who is in Niagara Falls. How are you, Jonesy? I'm just, I'm just getting my history papers right now. Yeah, well, that's for another day. Uh, we're going to do that later on. I think what we are going to put across is how you can contact us. If people want to be a part of this show in the future or have, uh, suggestions of how they, uh, want us to break down another tournament and you can always watch us on uh, YouTube, Facebook, or listen to us wherever you get your uh, podcast from Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and, uh, wherever else. But as I said at the beginning of the show, we're doing Intercontinental Champions from Pat Patterson all the way to uh, Edge, which is not in this tournament. But we're going to show you the uh, video that we normally do, and then Steven can break down the uh, brackets. So here we go. So there you saw the brackets. So I'll break them down. Match one, we've got Triple H versus Razor Ramon. Match two, we got Randy Macho Man Savage versus Tito Santana. Match three, we got Pat Patterson versus The Rock. 
Match four, we got Hong Kong Man versus HBK. Match five, we've got China versus Jeff Jarrett. Match six, we got Greg the Hammer Valentine versus Pedro Morales. Match seven, we got Don the Rock, Don Morocco versus Gold Dust. Match eight is Chris Jericho versus Kurt Henning, aka Mr. Perfect. So there was some, at least for me, some very easy ones, and there was a couple that went back and forth on. Yeah, uh, yeah, it should be interesting. I just noticed as we're, you were running those down, there's a potential if uh, things go uh, in any direction uh, for The Rock versus The Rock in uh, the finals. I don't yeah. know if that's going to happen, but <laughs> who knows? This is a three-man panel, and we'll see uh, what goes on that way. Uh, Jonesy, your thoughts before we dive into match number one? Uh just seen I did more research on Don Morocco and Goldust and not uh, Valentine and Morales. So while you guys are talking, I'm going to be looking at Wikipedia. No problem. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, we can't uh, do that without our research. And uh, that was provided. Uh, people want to uh, look at uh, one of the sources that we used it is, as uh, Jonesy said, Wikipedia. There is a whole list of Intercontinental Champions, and it actually goes from Pat Patterson to today with the WWE version uh, of the Intercontinental title currently held by uh, Big E. So all those titles, uh, little side notes, uh, how many title reigns, how many days, that's all there. So if you want to follow along and figure it out along with us, uh, go check out Wikipedia and uh, just bring up uh, the Intercontinental title. There'll be a link there for you. But we're starting off with match number one, which is Triple H against Razor Ramon. Triple H's first title reign began October uh, 21st, 1996. He held it for 115 days. He won it from Mark Merrow on Raw. I believe uh, he also had Kurt Hennig by his side uh, for that uh, match and lost it to Rocky Maivia on a uh, Raw as well. And uh, then his second title reign was August 30th, 98. Held it for 48 days after beating uh, The Rock. At, when he first lost it to uh, The Rock, it was actually Rocky Maivia. Uh, since after that, he did change his character a lot, obviously, and became The Rock. And they had a, a spectacular ladder match at SummerSlam 98. And uh, Triple H ended up winning the title at that. Unfortunately, he had to vacate it October 9th, 98, due to an injury. He won it back again April 3rd, 01, uh, held it for only seven days. I uh, lost, took it from Jericho on SmackDown and lost it to Jeff Hardy on uh, SmackDown. Then on April, uh, his fourth title and final title reign was April 16th, 01, held it for 34 days. Uh, won it on Raw from uh, Jeff Hardy and lost it to Kane uh, May 20th, uh, 2011 at Judgment Day. So four title reigns. And if you uh, quickly do the math, we're about uh, just under 200 days, it looks like, uh, for his uh, total title reigns. Razor Ramon also had four title reigns. His first one happened September 27th, 93, 
held it for 198 days. Uh, he beat Rick Martel in a one-on-one -on -one match on Raw after both of them were the final two standing in a battle royal to determine the new Intercontinental Champion after it was uh, stripped from Shawn Michaels. Uh, during that uh, 198 days, he did have that uh, ladder match with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 10, and he retained it at that time. His uh, next title reign, <clears throat> excuse me, was August 29th, 94, held it for 146 days and beat Diesel for it at SummerSlam 94. That was after Shawn Michaels accidentally <clears throat> kicked uh, Diesel and helped uh, Razor win the title. He ended up losing it to Jeff Jarrett at the Royal Rumble 95. His third title reign was May 19th, 95. Uh, he held it for two days when he beat Jeff Jarrett at a house show in Calgary, but then lost it back to Jeff Jarrett at another house show in Trois-Rivières in Quebec. And his fourth and final title reign was October 22nd, 95. He held it for 91 days, and he got that from Dean Douglas at In Your House 4. Um, just moments before that, Shawn Michaels was asked to uh, relinquish the title. He was not able to uh, compete. He had been attacked in Syracuse. That will be brought up later on. But uh, Razor ended up uh, getting it from Dean Douglas, who Sean had to hand it over to. And, um, yeah, he held on uh, to the title and needed a forfeit uh, title. I forget who he ended up losing it uh, to. I missed that in my notes. But looking at these guys uh, with their two uh, individual titles, Razor Ramon held it uh, for a lot longer than uh, Triple H. And while they both had great ladder matches uh, during their title reigns, or in uh, Triple H's case, gaining a title, I think uh, the match that stands out the most is that Shawn Michaels uh, ladder match at WrestleMania 10. So when you think of Razor Ramon holding that title, and also uh, even Jarrett at uh, Royal Rumble, I got to give it to Razor Ramon uh, moving on to the next round. So, Steven? Um. This was pretty easy because I don't associate Triple H with the Intercontinental, Intercontinental title. I associate Razor Ramon. Um, just his career in the WWE had him winning that. And I feel like if he doesn't go to WCW when he does, probably wins a world title, but that's for another story. But I'm going Razor Ramon, Jonesy. All right. Uh, you know, I look at the amount of days and Triple H is at 200, Razor's at 438. Uh, all of four of his WWF wins, one of them as, as uh, uh, Hunter before he uh, was um, deemed to be Triple H. Uh, they were all short reigns. So for me, it's it's Razor by landslide, um, as far as that belt and what Razor did with that belt. Um, that's it, Razor. Awesome. Yeah, great. Uh, so that's a three nothing victory for uh, Razor Ramon over Triple H. Moving us on to match number two, the Macho Man Randy Savage against Tito Santana. Steven. So these ones. I actually was very surprised. I always thought Randy Savage had the Intercontinental Champion 
more than he did because he only has one reign. Um, he wins it February 8th, 1986 from Tito Santana. He holds it for 414 days. I always thought he won it again, but he doesn't, which really actually surprised me. Um, Tito Santana, his first win of the Intercontinental title is February 11th, 1984. He wins it from Don Morocco. He holds it for 226 days, loses it to Greg the Hammer Valentine, September 24th, 1984. Does anyone know where? Right here in London, Ontario. Yes, right at the London Gardens at Maple Leaf Wrestling. Um, Tito Santana wins it back from Greg Valentine, July 6th of 1985 at a house show in Baltimore. He holds it again for 217 days when he then loses it to Randy Macho Man Savage. And that's it for both of them. I was very surprised. I thought Macho Man held it two or three times at least, but he, he only held the Intercontinental Champion once for 414 days. Macho Man's getting my vote. Just I'm a mark, so I'm going Macho Man. Jonesy? Yeah, my vote is going to Tito. Uh, he held it twice. Uh, the second time he won it back from Valentine in the steel cage. Uh, his battles seem to be a lot bigger. Savage as a IC champion, yeah, he had that great match, but to me, Tito, Savage became much more than an IC champ. Tito didn't. Uh, in the WWF, so I'm that's why I'm giving Tito that one, and plus the London connection. It's uh, you look at the history of WWF, that was the first time that that belt changed hands in Canada was in, in London. So it, it's it's because I mean, as a kid, I heard London used to be a huge hotbed for wrestling, and there you go, there's an example of why. So it looks like I get to break. You the have tie. to break the tie. And uh, everybody knows that I am a Macho Man Randy Savage. Mark, he is the reason why I started watching wrestling. But I have to go with Tito Santana because when you look at Randy Savage's uh, title reign, that the amount of days are almost equal. So I'm not even going by that. Uh, his best match was uh, against uh, Ricky Steamboat in a losing effort. People still uh, glorify that day uh, so much um, as one of the top matches of all times. But I think Tito fought harder for uh, the title than Savage did. And if you listen to anything uh, with, I think it's definitely uh, something Russell with Bruce Richard. It's been brought up that Savage might have had another uh, IC title reign, had possibly uh, Honky Tonk Man not uh, put up a fuss about that. And because of that, they ended up changing uh, course, and DiBiase didn't end up getting the world title at WrestleMania 4. They went with Savage instead. A lot of things got changed if you believe the whole thing of 
uh, Honky refusing to drop the title to Savage. And if so, it worked out best for Savage. Maybe not so good for DiBiase, but he also introduced a million-dollar title. Uh, so history went well. And Savage's uh, lone title reign, 414 days. Unfortunately, I'm going, as I said, with Tito Santana. And so he will move on to go against Razor Ramon in round number two. And that brings us to match number three. Jonesy with Pat Patterson against Rocky Maivia, a.k.a. of The Rock. Yes, the recently um, passed away Pat Patterson. He was the inaugural IC champion. He won it in a kayfabe fictional tournament. Uh, the final bout was real, and it was between Patterson and Johnny Rods. Uh, the match took place in Rio de Janeiro. Uh, Patterson held the belt for 233 days uh, during Patterson's run with the belt. He held the North American title as well until losing it. I think about three months into his icy reign to CG, CG Sagaguchi, CJ Sagaguchi. Sure. Good enough. Um, and uh, he also turned face during his icy run. So he originally was a bad guy when he won that belt and he ended it with a good turn. Then we went on to The Rock. He's a two-time champ uh, at approximately 337 days. Um, the first win was as Rocky Maivia uh, against Triple H. Uh, his reign lasted 73 days, uh, defended it against the Sultan, of all people. Uh, and uh, the Sultan is uh, Rikishi, yes? That too? That's, yeah, there you go. Um, at WrestleMania 13, uh, during his first run, he was a face, but the fans hated him and chanted, die, Rocky, die. Uh, he looked kind of goofy at the beginning, but of course, he made it. Uh, his second reign was 264 days um, from Steve Austin. Austin actually forfeited the belt to Rocky and gave him a stunner and then laid the belt down, uh, down beside him. Uh, Rocky overthrew the nation during his uh, second reign and he lost a belt to Austin at SummerSlam. Uh, who did I vote for? I voted for a Pat Patterson. Uh, yes, The Rock held it twice, but uh, Pat not just being the first, but he he's also he he's also the, the first gay champion. When you think about it, one of the very first gay champions. Uh, and a lot of people in the business knew, but. A lot of most fans didn't know, even though I, he did have a, one of his first runs. He did uh, play more of an effeminate character, but Patterson looked like a guy that could beat you up. Uh, he didn't quite always look like a champion, but for back then, pound for pound, he was a pretty tough guy. Um, and hey, he won the first fake tournament. So you know what? I, I got to give it to Pat Patterson. I am not going to go with Pat Patterson. I am uh, voting for The Rock. Uh, just, you know, 233 days is all Pat Patterson had. Um, it just, the fakeness of the uh, tournament in Rio de Janeiro to make up the story instead of actually doing a tournament and merging the titles. Uh, with the, the North American one and the South American title to form the Intercontinental title. 
Yeah, it's. I know it's wrestling and it's supposed to be fake, but to do a fake tournament and just uh, say that it happened, yeah, I don't get it. Uh, Rock with uh, his battles with uh, Triple H, Owen Hart losing it uh, to him, his battles with Steve Austin over the, the ladder match at SummerSlam, losing it to Triple H. I'm giving it to The Rock. Steven. Oh, this was easy. I love Pat Patterson, but it's The Rock. Um, Pat Patterson had that that was it the 200 and something days and that was it didn't have another sniff at the title so i'm going the rock okay so two one victory for him moving forward um that brings us to our fourth match of the evening and that is the honky tonk win uh, deemed the greatest intercontinental champion of all time by himself, mind you. And going against the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. I have a second tweet. Uh, so Honky Tonk Man uh, won it June 2nd, night, uh, 87, held it for 454 days. Uh, he won it from Ricky the Dragon Steamboat on an episode of WF uh, Superstars, lost to Warrior at SummerSlam 88 on August 29th. And that was basically Honky Tonk Man's uh, one and only uh, title reign, but 454 days. Uh, once again, if you listen to uh, something to wrestle with, that was actually supposed to be Butch Reed, but Butch Reed didn't show up, and they were wondering who to drop the title to because Steamboat needed to drop the belt and go find more money or whatever Bonnie wanted or to come home. And I supposedly Hogan looked over and went, what about him? And they saw Honky and went, let's do it. And the rest is history with his title reign, uh, retaining against Beefcake at WrestleMania but ultimately falling to the Warrior at SummerSlam. Then there's Shawn Michaels. He won it October 22nd, uh, 92, held it for 202 days when he beat the British Bulldog on a taping of Saturday Night's main event, which then ended up uh, pitting champion versus champion at SummerSlam, I mean Survivor Series 92 against Bret Hart. Uh, he ended up losing it to Marty Jannetty on an episode of Raw. His second title reign was June 2nd, 93, held it for 113 days. He beat Jannetty for a house show in Albany, New York. Uh, he was stripped of the title on September 27th, 93, for not defending the title within 30 days. And that was also due to he actually got suspended for being nabbed with uh, steroid use. So he was suspended. And, of course, that led to, uh, as we mentioned a little while ago, Razor and Rick Martel uh, fighting for it, and Sean returning at WrestleMania 10, claiming to still be champion. But he was not. Um, his third and final title ring was July 23rd, 95. Held it for 91 days. He got it from Jeff Jarrett at In Your House number two. And he had to forfeit it to Dean Douglas after he jumped by a uh, bunch of guys outside a uh, nightclub uh, in Syracuse, New York. Uh, he was out with, uh, I believe, Waltman and Bulldog. 
a bulldog didn't get out of the car in time to help save him, and he got uh, beaten out of him. Um, and I guess that was October 14th, 95, and with the pay-per-view being uh, six days-ish later in Winnipeg, he wasn't prepared uh, to wrestle, so he had to uh, give it over to Dean Douglas, who he was supposed to face that night, and we discussed Brazier getting him from. Uh, looking at these two, I don't know, Shawn Michaels never really ended up losing the belt too often. Uh, both times he had to, uh, two of his three rings, he had to uh, hand the belt over, uh, both mainly because of stupidity. He'd basically say, wrong place, wrong time for the, uh, he jumped at the nightclub and the uh, suspension due to steroid use. Um, Punk Duck Man, I don't know, he basically played the uh, chicken shit heel. Uh, used uh, Peggy Sue and Jimmy Hurt to the best of his advantage. 454 days and being in the right place, right time. I'm giving it to the Honky Tonk Man. Steven. I'm going actually the opposite way. I'm going HBK. Honky had the one run, which was impressive, 400 something days, but that's all he did. At least with Michaels, what did he end up with? Four or five? Uh, like four, three, right? For sure, but then I don't think he picked up anything during uh, WWE time. So Those are the I, I, I'm I'm going HBK. So. Chris, you get to uh, break the time. Right I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm shocked you went with Honky. Um, but yeah, for me, it's Honky. Uh, and, and the reason, I mean, there's many. Uh, HBK, yeah, he got suspended and lost it and then got beat up and lost it. Uh, not much of a champion. And the fact of that his longest reign was 202 days, uh, Pat Patterson's was still longer, and it didn't count last round, so... There you go. Uh, but Honky, Honky for me, and, that, and that's in good heart. Um, honky, yeah, you know, he wasn't the wrestler that Sean was and all that, but he was that wrestling back then. I believed he was the best intercontinental champion of all time because he said it, and he always freaking won. He, he, he was annoying. It didn't want him to win, but he was entertaining. He had great ring entrance. He... He was that campy wrestling that was not going too far in the silly. Uh, but I don't know. For me, the, the honky, again, HBK, great. But honky was what that belt is for, is to take a, uh, a guy in the middle and make him more important than he is. So it, uh, for me, yeah, honky. There you go. So, uh Honky Tonk Man surprisingly moves on the two win victory over the Heartbreak Kid. Uh, Steven, match number five as China versus Jeff Jarrett. Of course, I get this one. So, China's first reign, she wins it October 17th, 99 from, from Jeff Jarrett. She loses it up December 12th, 1999. She held the title for 56 days. She lost it to Chris Jericho. Then her and Jericho become co-champions for 20 days. And then she loses it to Jericho. That's all she has. 
you got Jeff Jarrett then, who he's got, of course, his first one. So he wins his first Intercontinental title. He beats Razor Ramon January 22nd, 1995 at the Royal Rumble. Holds it for 94 days. Then it's um, held up uh, between Jared and Holly, Bob Sparkplug Holly, because the match ended in controversy in on Action Zone. Then wins it exactly the same. Uh, April 26th by beating... Bob Hawley um, holds it for 23 days, loses it to Razor Ramon May 19th, wins it back May 21st of 95 at a house show in Trois-Rivières, Quebec, um, holds it for 63 days, then loses to Shawn Michaels um, uh, July 23rd of 95, then uh, Jarrett, Next win wins at May 25th of 1999 on Raw. Holds it for 60 days. That's his fourth reign. He beat the Godfather for that, losing it to Edge July 24th of 99. He then wins it back July 25th of 99 at Fully Loaded because Edge won it in Toronto and only holds it for a day. Um, Edge or Jarrett beats, wins it. Again, back, holds it for two days, loses it to D'Lo on Raw. Then his sixth title reign is August 22nd of 1999. He wins at SummerSlam from D'Lo, holds it for 56 days. That's when he loses it to China. Oh, sorry, China did have another run in August of 2000. And that's it for both of them. I went Jeff Jarrett because there wasn't a chance in hell I was voting for China. <laughs> and Jonesy, you uh, did submit China to be in this. Does she get your vote or does Jeff Jarrett get it? Jonesy? You're, Jonesy, you're on mute. Yeah. There, I'm back. Do, do you know who I voted for? <laughs> uh, so, it, well, China, uh, and not because I put her on the list, but the reason, I, well, yes, the reason I put her on the list is she's the only woman's IC champ. And the fact is, that was like over 20 years ago. There hasn't been another one since. Uh, even though she she didn't really do much for the belt or anything, uh, the one thing she did is give kind of gave more legitimacy, I think, to the IC belt that it's a belt that can be defended by, like, be held by a woman. That it's a belt that just because you're a woman doesn't mean you can't challenge for it. You just have to earn the challenge. And she was believable that she could win. And when, um, uh, I uh, can't remember her, her darn name when uh, I will be unpolitically correct. When the big black woman came in at the Royal uh -huh. Rumble and then got pregnant. Thank you, Karma. Uh, I really thought when she came in that there is an icy champ. Because you would believe that she could beat a lot of those men in, in the WWE at that time. Uh, um, 
that go after that belt. So that's kind of why I went for China and Jeff Jarrett. He had a lot of runs, but they weren't for a whole bunch of time. And he's a guy that he was great for TNA, but even as an IC champion, he, he, he was a wiener. Uh, he wasn't uh, what you think of a champion. He was just a blown up uh, honky tonk man who could wrestle a lot better, but that that's it. I think Jeff Jarrett did better when he got out of the big leagues, so to speak, and went to the NWA and, and did business there. And he was a great champion. So China, China's for me. Yeah. So I'm going to get to break the tie here and, I don't know. I just see Jeff Jarrett's uh, first couple of title reigns, and that for me is what gives him the uh, nod. China, too much of a gimmick than anything else. Uh, she didn't want to wrestle the women. She was too big to wrestle the women, so she would have made them look uh, horrible. And too many guys had to in a way, lower themselves to wrestle her uh, and make it believable. Um, and that's why intergender wrestling is a hard thing to get over because it's hard to believe the guys having to sell for the women unless they're a lot more equal. And yeah, and then the fact that, oh, you can't really hit a woman the same way as you would hit another guy just really uh, backed off a lot of their the guys' talents to be able to do all that. Um, I was actually there at the Sky Dome the day that uh, Edge unexpectedly won the IC title from uh, Jeff Jarrett, only to lose it uh, to him at the pay-per-view, mind you. But it uh, was a huge surprise seeing Edge end up uh, picking up the belt that night. But, yeah, I got to go with Jeff Jarrett. Uh, Two-to-one victory for him. Uh, moving forward, uh, moves us to our next matchup, and that is Greg the Hammer Valentine against Pedro Morales. Now, I might have missed something. I don't recall missing anything uh, here, but it looks like Greg Valentine only had one title reign, and that was beating uh, Tito Santana here in uh, London, Ontario. Uh, and holding up for 285 days. Uh, Isn't this on one Jonesy's? I just went. It's Jonesy's oh, turn. Yeah. Okay, my apologies, Jonesy. Yeah, fur. I'm here. I was kind of like, okay, if you want to take it, that's fine with me. Um, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, so, so Greg Valentine, um, yeah, he only held it once. Uh, he was the eighth champion since it started. Uh, 285 days. Uh, yes, it was in London, Ontario. Uh, you can pretty much tell when the match is in London because you can see the two little snack shack uh, lights up in the corner. Uh, that's how I always identified it was from London. Um, it wasn't a, a long match. I think it might have been eight, nine minutes, something like that. Uh, but uh, after he won it, he feuded with uh, JYD. Uh, the first WrestleMania, he uh, defended it uh, versus JYD. Uh, and Santana won it back in a steel cage uh, from Valentine. Um, and that was Greg Valentine's run. 
Pedro Morales. He had it twice uh, at a total of 656 days. Uh, the first reign was 231 days. Uh, he was all, he was also in the top 10 uh, of uh, the guys who first held it. Uh, December 8th, 80 is when he won it in New York. And then he won it again in his, uh, for his second time. And he held it uh, for 425 days, um, November 23rd, 81. Uh, and he was first man to actually win the Triple Crown uh, in WWWF. Um, he held the, of course, the heavyweight belt. He held, held the U.S., I believe, and he held that icy belt. Uh, he plus he was a former um, uh, tag champ. As much as I I love Greg Valentine, uh, Pedro, uh, I I remember him mostly from the matches that Gorilla Monsoon would uh, call. I don't remember them vividly, but I do remember he was one of their you know top guys back when I first really started watching it. Um, so my vote goes uh, to Pedro to continue. Yeah. Um, sorry, I jumped on the, uh, that list uh, early. Uh, papers mixed up. Anyways, um, yeah, I got to agree with you, uh, Jonesy. Uh, regardless of Greg Valentine winning it here in our hometown, uh, one title reign, not enough. We heard, talked about it last week with the U.S. title reign, and he made it a lot further. But Pedro Morales with uh, over 600 days in total with two title reigns. He's getting my nod. Is it a clean sweep for Pedro Morales? It is. It, he only had one title reign, not that long. Pedro has two long ones, so it's Pedro. Very good. Uh, so that was a quick and easy one to do. Uh, match number seven has Don the Rock Morocco taking on Gold Dust. Uh, Don Morocco won his first one uh, June 20th, 2001. Held it for 500, uh, sorry, 156 days. He beat Pedro Morales for it and lost it back to Pedro Morales. So we were just talking about his two title reigns and uh, that was involving uh, Don Morocco on uh, both sides of it. Um, his second title reign was January 22nd, 83. Held on to it for 385 days and beat Pedro Morales for it, but ended up losing it to Tito Santana. So two title reigns, and we are just over 545 days-ish, if I'm looking at it right. Uh, 440, 540 days, should I say. Uh, Gold Dust, his uh, first title reign came uh, January 21st, 1996, Held it for 71 days, beating Razor Ramon at the Royal Rumble. He lost it in a match with Savio Vega on Raw when the match ended in a no contest on April 1st. Uh, that same taping uh, on April 1st, 96, Goldust ended up regaining the title, held it for 83 days in that rematch with Savio Vega. And uh, on April... Uh, 21st, 96, lost it to uh, Ahmed Johnson. It's definitely not April that. But regardless, he uh, held it for only about 154 days, uh, if you look at it uh, this way. 
I remember Goldust title reigns more so than Don Morocco, but Don held him uh, definitely a lot longer. Went against guys that uh, were more wrestlers uh, than show guys, and of course, losing it to Alma Johnson of all people. Wow. Um, so I'm going to go with Don Morocco uh, picking up the victory here. Steven. I'm going Goldust only because that's who I remember. I don't rem I remember Don Morocco, but he was obviously a shell of himself when I saw him. I'm going Don or uh, Goldust, I think. Um, just who I remember. So I'm going Goldust. But was that the to uh, around the time that uh, Don Morocco uh, was uh, in Fuji Vice when uh, he would kind of yeah. lose a shell of himself? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I remember the older Morocco. Uh, Gold Gold Dust was, is a great wrestler, but as far as an IC champ, it was just one of those things where it was. A championship. I don't know. I didn't like it on Gold Dust. Not, not, not for what he represented, but how he looked. He didn't look like an, a champion. He looked like a gimmick. And I know a lot of these other guys had some gimmicks, but I think the guy that's going to win this one is going to have the less gimmick amongst all of them. Um, but I, I do, I do go for Don Morocco. I vote for him. He had some bloody feuds with Snuka, uh, Cage in, um, of course, that Cage, that famous Cage match uh, uh, that uh, Mick Foley was at, was part of that. Uh, he also had bloody feuds with uh, Atlas, Rocky Johnson, Backlund. And one of the funny things about the younger Morocco is for the jobbers, he, he would actually pick up a submarine sandwich before the match and he would eat it during his match the taunt the the person against him making him you know i can eat a sandwich and beat you up at the same time uh so um uh the, the don rock gets it there we go so a 2-1 victory for the rock don morocco over gold dust and our final matchup of the first round has Chris Jericho taking on Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig. So, Chris Jericho. Jericho's first reign, he wins it December 12th of 99 at Armageddon from China. Then he becomes co-champions on January 3rd of 2000 with China. Uh, that goes for combined 42 days. Uh, then he wins the title January 23rd at the Royal Rumble from China and Hardcore Holly in a triple threat from the Undisputed Champion. He holds it for 35 days, losing it to Kurt Angle uh, February 27th of 2000 at No Way Out. Jericho's next reign, uh, he wins it May 2nd of 2000 on SmackDown from uh, Chris Benoit. Holds it for six days, loses it back to Benoit May 8th. This is where Hot Potato Championship kind of comes in. Jericho's fourth reign it starts January 21st of 2001 at the Royal Rumble when he beats Chris Benoit, holds it for uh, 72 days. 
Uh, he wins it in a ladder match. He then loses it on SmackDown uh, April 3rd of 2001 to Triple H. And that's it in this era for Jericho. Now, Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect is what we're going with. His first win is April 23rd of 1990 on Superstars of Wrestling. He defeated Tito Santana in a tournament to win the vacated title. He holds it for 126 days, losing it to the Texas Tornado, August 27th of 1990 at SummerSlam. He then wins it back from uh, the Texas Tornado, November 19th of 1990 at on a Superstars of Wrestling taping. He holds it for 280 days. He then loses it August 26th of 91 at SummerSlam to Bret Hart. And I believe that is all for it is. That's it for both of them. I'm going Mr. Perfect. The problem with Jericho at the time, it was a lot of hot potatoing. This is what we find in the newer. It's like, oh, you got a title reign for three days. You got one for seven days. Here, oh, you can win it back. You get it for 10 days this time. So Kurt Henning has longer reigns, so I'm going Kurt Henning. Yep, uh, ditto on that. Uh, and the fact that Jericho wins it another five times as the WWE. People make a big deal that he's a nine-time. Personally, I, that's like one Tito run, man. So, Because uh, with his four WWF, it only equals 136 days. Uh, and that, that beats both of, uh, well, almost uh, Kurt Henning's first reign. Kurt Henning, to me, was one of the best IC champions. He had the look. He had the skills. Uh, you believe that he could challenge guys like Hogan and make their lives miserable. Uh, I, 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 I would have liked to see Henning with that belt uh, when he came back. But I don't believe he did. I don't believe he won it again, did he? What when he came back WWE? No. No. So I'm for Mr. P. And that is a going to be a clean sweep. Uh as you pointed out, uh Steven, just too much uh, hot potato uh with that title. Uh looking at twenty-two days, thirty-five days, uh six days, seventy-two days, just too much trading back and forth. Like that's not even holding it a couple months, like the longest one, 72 days. And that's just over two months of holding it. It's not. And he unfortunately got put in that situation with China and co-holding that title. And that's not a good uh, thing in my opinion. Uh, so that concludes round number one. Steven, you want to run down our results? Yes, so we had Razor Ramon beating Triple H 3-0, Tito Santana beating Randy Savage 2-1, The Rock beating Pat Patterson 2-1, Honky Tonk Man beating HBK 2-1, Jeff Jarrett beating China 2-1, Pedro Morales beat uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine 3-0, Don Morocco beat Goldust 2-1, and Jericho loses to Kurt Henning, th- uh, Henning three, Jericho zero. So it sets up 
Second round matchups. Razor Ramon versus Tito Santana. The Rock versus Honky Tonk Man. Jeff Jarrett versus Pedro Morales. Don The Rock Morocco versus Mr. Perfect. Was there anything? Nothing really surprised me. This one. I'm a little surprised Jericho didn't get a vote, but uh, yeah, and even uh, Valentine. But looking at the numbers, it, it kind of uh, makes sense. Jonesy? I've always put Jericho with Jeff Jarrett. Uh, yes, he's a great wrestler. He's good on a microphone, but I don't see all the hype with him. Uh, he's a guy that Again, you look at all his reigns, they're all short reigns. Um, he's better than that that belt. Yeah, see that? So that moves us on to our second round, and Jonesy gets to start us off with Razor Moon against Tito Santana. I love Tito, always have. Um I'd I'd love to actually. I wonder if he he sells golf shirts with his little Mexican Tito hat on it. Gonna have to see if anyone makes those. Those would be nice to wear. Ooh, little lightning bolt for Strike Force. Uh, my vote's going Razor um, uh, Tito. I didn't I didn't see his run. Uh, I sure have watched a lot of the matches, and and he's a great solid uh, B wrestler. But Razor Ramon, uh, except for the gimmick of Razor Ramon, uh, there's a guy that really should have got a world belt at, at some point in, in one of them. Um, probably his drinking kind of uh, didn't help uh, him much in wrestling, but uh, Razor, as far as an IC champion, he was great. I actually rather see his matches than a lot of times the main events because his matches were just as good. Uh, so for me, it's a, uh, it's a good old toothpicker. Well, uh, for myself, I am going with razor Ramon as well. Uh, basically for that same uh, sort of thought, uh, his matches just were, you anticipated watching them. Uh, it is a shame that he did not become one of those world champions, but he, it's also in a, a good company with those who are not a world champion, such as uh, Rude Hennig and uh, DiBiase and Roberts, when you think of guys who deserved it but didn't get it. So, uh, yeah, I'm going with... Uh, Rude's, a, Rude's a world champion. It's quasi, depending on how you look at that. Uh, end of no, the he's a world champion. He, he's the WCW International World Heavyweight Champion. That's yeah. right. So and if you had a problem with that, you better talk to Jesse. But he never won the well, Jesse, Jesse, if Jesse the body of Ventura says it's a world belt, then it's a world belt. There we go. Uh, tell some uh, people in wrestling nerds uh, they didn't accept that uh, argument that I put forward uh, that he was. Steven, is it a clean sweep? It is a clean sweep. Um, Razor Moan too much. I actually like you guys, for the most part, would much rather watch his matches over the main event a lot of the time. So, it's Razor Ramon. Okay, so clean sweep there with the winner 
facing off against this one, The Rock versus the Honky Tonk Man. Uh, yeah, like I said, Honky Tonk Man, five, 454 days as champion. Use the whole uh, baby, I mean, the chicken shit uh, heel uh, gimmick to its fullest extent. He definitely was obviously a cartoony type character, uh, being an Elvis impersonator, but he just did everything right. Uh, and even if you believe politically, he did everything right as well to hold on to it for as long as he did. Uh, he was brave enough to lose to Warrior in a couple seconds uh, and had to endure that uh, splash and the gorilla press and everything that uh, Warrior did to him at, uh, WrestleMania, at SummerSlam. But he also is taking on The Rock. And, yeah, The Rock has a lot less days as champion, but he also went against Triple H and Owen Hart and uh, Steve Austin. Uh, it was a catalyst, I would say, also that title uh, for making him who he is because when he won as white meat babyface, people hated him. As uh, I was pointing out earlier, die, Rocky, die. He dropped the belt, got uh, lost for a while, uh, injury or whatever it was, uh, and came back and totally new attitude and deserved to hold that intercontinental title. But then he outgrew that intercontinental title at the same time and boosted himself so much to the world title status. And uh, with everybody in that regard, I'm picking The Rock to uh, move forward over the Honky Tonk Man. Steven. I'm going The Rock. I mean, Honky had one long reign. I, I, the Rock just had wrestled too many good guys, so I'm going The Rock. Jonesy? Okay, I'm, I'm giving Honky uh, the vote just for the reason that Honky was the best champion that there was, according to Honky. And... Uh, well, he didn't back it up, but you know what? Ed, he does deserve a, a, a for this to be a two to one because he he did his job. He like again, he had it for over a year, not having the best in matches, but he did his job in the ring. Uh, he was one of the best heels out there because he was so goofy. People hated him, but it wasn't a murderous hate. It was a you know a good fun hate. So I'm giving it the honkers. There we go. Uh, so match number two in uh, the... Yeah, match number two, three in this uh, second round is Jeff Garrett versus Pedro Morales. Steven? I went Jeff Jarrett mainly because I saw him and I mean, someone's got to give him a pity vote, I'm sure. So I'm going Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Jonesy. Yep. Yepers, I'm, uh, I'm going to give it on to uh, Pedro. Uh, he held it uh, not once, but twice. And uh, again, the first man to be the Triple Crown, uh, which is part of you have to have the IC to get that. So I'm going for Pedro. I am going to be breaking this tie by giving it to Pedro Morales as well. Just uh, over 600 days of holding the title, uh, going against guys like Ken Patera, Don the Rock Morocco, 
Um, and God knows however many guys he went in between with the 425 days over a year as uh, champion uh, versus Jarrett, who, uh, yeah, 23 days, 794 days, yeah, six title reigns. But I don't even think you can get – you can get barely over a year, I think, in total with them all. Uh, and then there was that hot potato with uh, Jarrett and Edge that happened. So I'm going with uh, Pedro to move forward. And that gets us to our final matchup of this round. And that's Don the Rock Morocco versus Mr. Perfect Kurt Hennig. Jonesy. Hmm. Mr. P or the Rock on Morocco. I'm trying to find him on my sheet here before I give a vote. There's Rocco. Oh, the Rocco has uh, twice as many. You know what? I, 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 I'm going to give it to Don Morocco because the, the cage, that cage match with that iconic scene, uh, that was a part of a part of it that he got when he was a, um, a heel. He actually got beach bum chance because of uh, the Hawaiian stuff he would wear. Uh, he had a lot of good heat, uh, and he had all those bloody feuds. So I, I'm going to give it to Don Rock over that. Uh, even though Kurt Henning is a solid wrestler, he had great matches with Bret Hart, the one at SummerSlam, one of the best ones. But uh, I'm going to let one of the old boys, uh, mind you, Kurt Hennings, wasn't that uh, much uh, younger than um, uh, Don Morocco. But, hey, I'm going to give it to Don Morocco and let you guys uh, see if he uh, goes through. Well, it's going to be up to Steven to decide if uh, it's old school or uh, Mr. Perfect uh, going, because I'm giving my vote to Mr. Perfect. John, is that you, crowned? Crumping up your paper? No, I'm eating bonbons. Um, like, I'm going with who I think is the better wrestler, um, and that's Mr. Perfect. I think Morocco, if he has a different draw, maybe he moves on, but it's it, it's perfect for me. And there we go. Let me just uh, finish this up. Uh, save that, and I'm going to bring up our brackets in just a second with that acknowledgement of Mr. Perfect moving on to the next round. And so we, we had Razor Ramon beating Tito Santana 3 0, moving on to the semis. We had The Rock beating Honky Tonk Man 2 1, so The Rock's moving on to face Razor in the semis. We had Pedro Morales beat Jeff Jarrett 2-1, moving on to the semis. And Mr. Perfect beat uh, Don Morocco 2-1 to move on to the semis. So our semis is Razor Ramon versus The Rock, Pedro Morales versus Mr. Perfect. And I get to start off uh, this one. And, yeah, we have uh, two of the most popular guys uh, of all time. I would say uh, when you look at The Rock and uh, Razor Ramon, um, as I said earlier, 
in just the last round, The Rock basically outgrew uh, the title on his change to be The Rock. Uh, Razor Ramon was a steady guy in that mid-card where you knew you were going to get solid matches from and really good feuds, even though it was with uh, mostly click members, uh, whether it was uh, Shawn Michaels, Diesel, or uh, uh, the 123Kid. Uh, he put 123Kid on the map uh, with that uh, match they had uh, and losing to the kid uh, uh, Raw. Uh, there's just so much that Razor Ramon did uh, and holding that IC title as well. I'm going to give my vote to Razor Ramon over The Rock. Steven. This wasn't as tough for me. Um, it's actually a pretty easy one. This is going to be Razor Ramon. Um, he, like you said, The Rock outgrew it by, even by the time he got his second run. Razor didn't matter. He always was in it, so Razor Ramon's moving on. But is it a clean sweep or is it a two-one? Well, you know, The Rock did uh, defend uh, the belt at WrestleMania 13 against the Almighty Sultan, uh, and his second reign was given to him after uh, he got stunned. So uh, Razor Ramon is the more solid choice. There we go. So a three nothing victory for Ramon over uh, the Rock, which gets us to our other semifinal, and that's Pedro Morales against Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hag. I went Mr. Perfect. Um, I think better wrestler. At least I saw him wrestle, so I'm going Mr. Perfect. Here we go, and Jonesy. Uh, Pedro and Mr. P. Pedro's at 656 days. Uh, Kurt Henning is 406. They both had two reigns. Kurt Henning won his first in a tournament, and I believe that was a real tournament. Well, you know what I mean. Uh, da, 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 da. You know what? I'm going with Pedro. Uh Longer runs, uh, again, first man to win the Triple Crown. Uh, he, I wish I could have gotten to see him wrestle more. I'm sure I could if I went on YouTube, but uh, I'm going to give it to Pedro. I'm going go. by a horse. Yeah. I get to break this tie, and unfortunately did not see Pedro's uh, – Rain at all didn't actually get to see any of his uh work. I I just picture him more uh, on the same line as uh the guys like Bob Backlund and all them where they were doing the job, but you know, was it entertaining? And Mr. Perfect, I was very entertained by uh, even though he had that uh, minor run with John Tolos, the coach, as his uh manager just the way he got brought in with those vignettes uh i saw that uh whole tournament on superstars after warrior uh won the title from hogan at uh wrestlemania and uh hennig ended up uh, getting the title 
from uh, Tito in the finals. I'm going with Mr. Perfect Kurt Hennig setting up a battle of uh, former tag team champions in the AWA, Razor Ramon versus Mr. Perfect Kurt Hennig. So Sammy saw Razor Ramon beat The Rock 3-0, and Mr. Perfect beat Pedro Morales 2-1, setting up the finale of Razor Ramon versus Kurt Angle. Hennig. <laughs> Kurt Hennig. There we go. And so, Jonesy, you get to uh, start us off with that one, the finals. Well, both Razor and Mr. P there, both great wrestlers, like them both. Uh, I'm actually going with Razor Ramon on this one simply for the fact of when you mentioned the fact that the coach was his manager for a little bit, that made me just sour on the match at SummerSlam of him against Bret Hart. That match would have been even a better match if they didn't have that whistleblowing twat out there that nobody knew who the fuck he was at the time. Uh, even now, I don't really know who he is. So <laughs> it was kind of, I, I wish they didn't have him out there, there at all. And yeah. I, I don't know. It would have made better story sense, too, because that's why he might have lost the belt, because he didn't have his manager there. So, But uh, it's Razor for me. Yeah, uh, mentioning about John Tolos, uh, the coach, um, they didn't really introduce him and uh, explain why Bobby Heenan wasn't uh, – at ringside with him, but yes, Bobby was doing the um, whole broadcast journalist type deal, but they found a way of doing it with bringing in Jim Cornette and Bobby Heenan passing the torch or uh, introducing him and making it worthwhile. They could have done the same thing with John Tolos, and people may or may not have uh, realized who he was, but just this guy showing up with a whistle, yeah, not uh, only uh, connecting the dots, and Razor Ramon just put on the uh, better uh, matches, uh, I think, and more t uh, longer title reign. So, is it a clean sweep for Razor? And your winner of the Intercontinental WWF side of things, Razor Ramon. Um, yeah, yeah I, I'm not sure if I would have seen that coming uh, just looking at the original uh, brackets, but uh, yeah, definitely I concur fully of how this uh, ended up uh, playing out, just looking at the stats and all that. And, uh, I had and, Razor eating perfect in the my finale anyways. So it all worked out for you. Uh, Jonesy, did your uh, bracket get broken at all anywhere? Did, was there any oh, surprise? I'm sure. I'm I'm sure it did. Um, no big surprises. I think I think China got poo pooed on a little bit. Uh, to me, she she was believable as a IC champion. She looked like she could beat the crap out of most of those wrestlers at that time. Like that, she would have a chance to not only compete but to win. Uh, I, I personally would have liked to have seen her hold it a lot longer, get rid of the fact that she had when the cat started uh, bringing her out. That was just pathetic. But um, 
uh, I think they should have turned her meaner and kept the bet on her for a little bit more. So um, looking at the brackets, though, um, is there anybody in the top half that you could have seen Kurt Hennig uh, losing to? Obviously, that's not Razor Ramon. Oh, yeah, Razor Ramon. Uh, I mean, HBK, um, even though his, you know, his, his reigns, uh, he had three of them at 406, but he was, again, an, uh, a person that had the IC belt shortly after Bret Hart, and it did the same thing it did for Bret Hart, which was legitimize them, that they could actually hold these belts on their own without a tag champ. So HBK could, if... The problem is he was up against Honky in the first round. If Honky was up against, say, The Rock, I don't think he would have uh, survi survived. But because it was uh, HBK and his three reigns didn't even get to the one reign of Honky, I think that kind of uh, uh, hurt, hurt his uh, chances in the horse race. And Razor Ramon, could anybody take him out in the uh, bottom part, Stephen? Anyone could take out Razor in the bottom. Because we saw I, how Razor ended up doing the first half. I like Gold Dust. He's in the bottom, right? Yeah, I I had Gold Dust beating The Rock, Don Morocco. I mean, I I appreciate the character. I think it was way ahead of its time. So oh, absolutely. I don't I think you get the respect that it probably should. Oh, and it definitely broke away from the uh, whole uh, Dusty Rhodes uh, mold, you know, because he felt like he was definitely under his dad's shadow uh, working in WCW and doing the gold dust gimmick totally uh, tried to get away from that. And I think he was successful with it. It's just, unfortunately, he had also demons that got in his way. Um, so as we saw, Razor Ramon ended up uh, picking up this victory. Uh, last week, we saw Lex Luger uh, win on the other side. Next week, we are going to uh, come back with the WWE side of the United States Championship and uh, go through all those guys. Uh, I believe there's people like Rusev is in it. Um, who else? Uh, I think Carlito. There's... Shelton Benjamin, I believe, in there. I don't have the list uh, totally in front of me at the moment, but uh, I can bring it up. But that's this who we're going to The one in the three-day reign. People are going to have like 20 reigns, and they're going to be a total of yeah. a month. That's going to be the problem because it is uh, a land of hot potato uh, with all that. That is that one. Okay, so we got people like Big Show, Seamus, Rusev, Miz, Finley, Kofi Kingston, JBL, John Cena, Bobby Lashley, your current and former U.S. champion, so we can look at both uh, those reigns, AJ Styles, Cesaro, Chris Benoit, Kevin Owens, MVP, Booker T, and Carlito. So guys who had held the WWE version of the United States Championship. And then uh, we'll have one final week with... Uh, the Intercontinental Championship 
from May of 2001, I believe, until today with Big E. Uh, so anything else you want to add before we check out of here? No. See you next week. Have a good one.